Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome back to Firecast. What episode is this? 24. 24, man. Fuck, it's taken forever to get to 100. Yeah, literally forever. Man, fuck me. It's going to be like another two years. <laughs> We're going to have a beard and shit. I'm going to fucking have kids by the time we get to fucking episode 100. Man, fuck. Um. <clears throat> yes, sir. All right, man, we back. Um, thank you for joining us once again. If you are back, um, let's start off. I got I got a question off the bat from um. Once again, shout out Jordo from Chester Hill. Shout uh, out. You got to be careful around there, bro. They'll fucking stab you for looking at them the wrong way, bro. <laughs> They're crazy, man. They're crazy in Chester Hill, bro. They're all inbreds and shit. Anyway, um. <laughs> So he says, who inspired you and DZ to get into hip-hop and thoughts on the Aussie rap scene right now? It's a good question. You go first. Well, for me, who got me into uh, music? Because I was into the electronic stuff first. So that was definitely a variety of um, EDM artists. Like, you know, Virtual Riot. But the biggest one was Conductor. That's one I'll never forget. Uh, he was making basically shit. He was ahead of his time, basically. He was making... He was making dubstep how it sounds now back like seven years ago when dubstep was still just womp, 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 womp. He was doing all the crazy shit though. So when I when I used to listen to him, I'd go, holy fuck, how the fuck did this, like how did he make that sound? And that's sort of what like, uh, you know, made me curious on how to... On how to um, try to learn how to make these sounds, man, and then from there it's them into hip hop and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So, what about you? Who was your inspiration? Well, really? Where's conductor? You've spoken about him before. Yeah, he's Is um, he still making music. Yeah, on and off, but he's he's he fucked up basically. He's actually the one who, <laughs> believe it or not, me and Mister Meagly got kind of close to him because we started. We were such fans. We were messaging him on Facebook and shit. Yeah, that's mad. <laughs> and he actually made one of the very first TJM logos. Oh wow! Yeah, he made the design. So what? The, so one, <laughs> what? one of the old school TJM logo. No, I think used, I think I know to, which one you're talking. We about. used to use. It looked like graffiti kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to use it for our DJ posters when we were DJing in the city. He actually made that for us, and he used to send us music before he released it. For us to drop in our sets. Oh, that's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like man, so he that's was cool. Yeah, he was a full sick cunt. Um Um But what happened was he lost this is why it's very important to back up all your stuff and all your music. Um 
You know what I mean? Because he ended up then um, losing his hard drive, his computer. His computer crashed and then he lost like seven or eight years worth of work. Yeah, and then he just I, never went. I've told this story before. Yeah, I remember you talking about it. And, and he, 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 he never, quit, right? Yeah, so. he basically quit. And now recently he's been uploading stuff on Facebook. But if he basically kept going, he'd probably be one of the biggest EDM artists right now. So uh, in my opinion, he fucked up big time. That's why you never quit. Uh, I, I, Never. I, I got some questions for you that I'm curious about now, but we'll, I'll answer first. What, what was the question? So the first one was, who inspired you to get into hip hop? Oh, for me, uh, definitely um, Hobson, Tech Nine. Um, that's really those guys. I used to be in school in Year Seven, really, and I'd rap. There, it'd always be Hobson. I'd always be in class annoying my teachers and my friends because I wouldn't shut the fuck up. I'd be rapping. I'd just be rapping Hobson lyrics or Tech Nine lyrics, and I'd do it real fast. But um, yeah, that's definitely what kind of got me into rapping, really. But um, into making music is you. Um, I wouldn't be making anything if it wasn't for you. Like straight up, it was. It, yeah, it was very. We've told this story before, man. But it's always a fun story to visit, man. Like. This is basically, yeah, we just, I was getting doing the EDM thing. I didn't even know he could rap. I remember one day we were hanging out. It was one of the first times we ever hung out at like at a kick-ons. Yeah. I remember Jerry was there and all that, bro. We were just chilling. I was 18. I just yeah. turned 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> and then basically, yeah, he just looks at me and goes, man, I can rap. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, cool. I'm just thinking, fuck, everyone can rap or everyone thinks they can rap or knows a guy who can rap. And then we started putting on some instrumentals and then, yeah, you were, I was like, holy shit, you could actually spit. Him and Jerry. And Jerry was fucking good too. And then the next day, we were at Grandma's, because I was still living at Grandma's, and the very next day, we are making music. Man. And man, we were making music on little microphones that cost $50 from JB Hi-Fi and it sounded horrendous. Terrible. It was terrible. Like, but we did it and we got to start somewhere. We were persistent and we fucking pursued through, bro. So, yeah. Bro, I was good at freestyling, man. man. I've been practicing a little bit lately. I want to do like, we should do like a bloody, you know, Sway in the Morning and shit, man. If we get another rapper on here, bro, we should probably do some fucking. That's fucking. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, me and Jerry, man, Jerry, my childhood friend. We'd get together and all we'd Ooh, do was yeah. rap. We'd rap the whole time. We just wouldn't stop. We'd put on beats and we'd freestyle. It's good fun, man. But if you're a rapper, by the way, if you make music, you gotta you got to be able to freestyle at least a little bit because you never know when you're going to start doing interviews and doing things. They oh, always yeah, want you to rap. Yeah, they'll, they'll throw you on the spot 100%. Um, I, used, so. I used to be a lot, lot better than I am now. Um, I'm not very good anymore, but, I, you know, I can I can hold my own. And if I start practicing, pick it up a bit, especially after you smoke, for some reason, it's like it's it's like steroids, bro, for rapping, man. Anyone will tell you. If you can rap, um, hey, you yeah, smoke weed. It's very fucking... strange. But anyway, I wanted to ask you, because um, you're talking about conductor. Yep, yep. Because EDM, I always hear people, I see people that EDM changed. Like, EDM has big stages, and, like, it goes from... And everything, everyone says that it doesn't sound the same. They, they like old dubstep. I had a friend, too, shout out Jacob, he was saying the other day, that the same thing that he likes old dubstep yep. old it's always yep. old, old dubstep so what yeah. what's your so, opinion on that what, how is EDM now and like why do you think it changes so much so basically EDM right is um, how can I explain it so because EDM is very obviously linked to festivals and raves and fashion right even though most music is with fashion and stuff 
And then you've got hip-hop with concerts and stuff. But EDM, right, They that community takes so much pride in the rave side, in the festival side. And I, I fucking love it, right? I've been to EDC Las Vegas with fucking 10 of my buds and it was prop, like I've got some, yeah, crazy stories from that shit. You know what I mean? But um, but basically, so because, because of that side of it too, the community is very uh, like opinionated, basically. Uh, it's the best way I can like... Say it, like say it. What do you mean? So because so opinionated, it's, it's it's like okay. So we had dubs. So dubstep, right? When we first got into it, like around 2012, 2013. Back then, there was no um, on the production side. We didn't have the plugin called Serum, and Serum or Serum, right? That's the main tool. It was. There's now a few more things that have come out, but Serum, right? When that come out, that basically helped transition for producers from the wow 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 into the crazy like into all that crazy shit that was because of serum now there were some producers that were able to do get close to that kind of shit with the old plugins and the old tools but they were like the veterans and i'm talking about these are the guys that were already producers for years because there's a plugin before serum was called massive right and that was the very first plugin where you could get frequencies and um wave um like sine waves and 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 and, and um wave shapes and stuff like that and waveforms basically and waveforms is how you make sound. So example, a sub bass is a sine wave and the that's a sine wave and then you got the, the fucking triangle wave and saw wave whatever. You're just taking those and turning them into wubs, right? So I won't get into the fucking details of that, right? So with massive. That was one of the first plugins where you could get those frequencies or those waveforms and make them go boom, 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 boom. So obviously, you know, fucking dubstep's basically created. And it goes crazy. And then everyone back then loves it. Yeah, loves it, loves it, loves it. The wubs, you know, Dr. P, Funt Case, um, um, Cookie Monster, they were all doing that shit. The crazy, the what? But, um... So yeah, and then uh, what was it? Uh, Cookie Monster, which he actually passed away a couple of years ago. Rest in peace. Very sad. What happened? Uh, suicide. Oh. I think. Yeah, yeah. Very sad. Terrible. Um, and they were doing all the wubs and shit, right? Then what happens? A couple of years go by, right? And then Serum comes out, and now you can do even more things to these fucking sounds and these waveforms. And then you got the people like Conductor, E Hyde. Spagheady, Virtual Riot, they all come along. They're like the, the new kids on the block and they fucking blow it out the park, right? And that community of dubsteppers are basically like the people my age were into that shit. We were into E-Hide, Virtual Riot, like, you know what I mean? And they were fucking killing it. Then what happens? A couple of years later, we go from dubstep and like festival dubstep and party dubstep and it sort of goes back to old school dubstep where it's just womp, 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 womp. But instead, they just have heavier drums. They use newer sound design techniques, layer the sounds up more, and they call it rhythm. And it's and it basically, it was like we went from the old shit to the crazy shit that's considered the old dubstep. And then they went back to like the original dubstep sound but we've got all the tools to make the shit sound crazy. It's like it's, it's just basically like all the producers got lazy is basically what I'm saying. And then the, the community, right, the, the Raver community loved it. They love it. 
And it's only until now that rhythm's finally dying out after years, and that's thanks to Chime and Rushdown Records, and they're sort of going back to a melodic side. And now all of a sudden you see everyone, oh, I love melodic, I love Chime, but no, they're just saying that because now as the, the, the energy's shifting and more people are coming out saying they like melodic again, they literally just, they're like sheep, the EDM community, and they just follow with what's hip at the time. But if you ask someone a year ago, they love rhythm. Rhythm, 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 rhythm. But I've, I've always loved melodic and stuff like that. So it's basically shifted now back to melodic, which is I, I think it's great. But the EDM, yeah, the, the, the community can be very toxic about their opinions. And it basically it was rhythm this, rhythm that, rhythm's the best. And now all of a sudden everybody loves melodic again. So, But it's, it's, yeah. it's still so strange. To, it, it's such a... It's like such a unique thing because, I mean, all music changes always, but with it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but with EDM, it seems like such a, like, like this is the way, like it literally, like it literally, literally the way. people move in, it moves in like sections, but like for like hip hop example, right, new stuff will come out, like, you know, when uh, mumble rap started happening, uh, you got melodic rap and all that. And but it's still more or less the same. Like you just listen yeah. to what you want. But yeah. now it seems like with EDM, you literally can't find stuff that sounds like you know what I mean. Like I, yeah, it's very it's fuck. Like that's why I pref- that's why I like hip hop. Like not better, but I prefer the hip hop community because with hip hop, it's just you're either trash or you're good, and people fuck with it or they don't. That's it. It's not like a, a, people don't add their two cents to it. Whereas in the EDM community, everyone's got an opinion. Everyone's got something to say, and like it, it's like it, it, like I said, even what me and Mister Meagly explained in the very first episode when we first started DJing, it's the exact same thing. We come into the scene and we'll have them beef with every second DJ on the roster because they just had an opinion. They had their two cents. Whereas if it was hip hop, if we did a hip hop show, the other DJs probably aren't going to give a fuck who we are as long as the set bangs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's very, it's, yeah. But, so, who are, like, would you say now? Like, because I remember, like, I, I I listened, I like EDM a little bit. Never been so big into it. But, like, I remember, oh, like, Skrillex and stuff was huge and everything. Like, what, who's the front runner now for EDM? Like, it's, it's like it's a dying thing almost. Like, it's not dying. Because, like I said, I, it was only two years ago. Or three years ago, I went to a fucking e- electronic music festival and there was over 400,000 people there. Yeah. Like, so it's not yeah. dying, but it's just, it's like I've always said, in Australia, no one gives a fuck about the EDM. No one. Who, who's, like, who's the biggest like, right now? Bro, the biggest right now would have to be like probably Virtual Right. Like if I really think about it, there's no one, um, you, you, what, what, what were they called? Skrillex and... They made a, a team together. What were they called? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> not, no, not what so not. What the fuck were they called, bro? What the fuck were these cunts called? Oh, Jack U. They made a duo called Jack U, and they were doing heaps of festival trap and shit. So if they were still together, I'd say them because it's Skrillex. But now even Skrillex doesn't make any EDM. Skrillex was making EDM. He he made he basically invented dubstep, but no one gave a fuck. <laughs> no one liked it. There was only a select handful of people. And then all of a sudden, Skrillex basically moves out of the scene and then the old dubstep comes in, the what, what, and then people go, oh, fuck, Skrillex, blah, 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 this and this, it's mad. And then it, it, like, the EDM's very much in stages. And at the moment, we're in that awkward phase of the rhythm finally dying out, thank fuck. 
and it's going into melodic again, and that's thanks to Chime. Because Chime was pushing for melodic stuff, you know, years ago when no one liked it. He was getting fucking, you know, 10 likes on his posts. Now he's getting thousands. Because it's all a bit... That's why I don't like EDM's very bandwagon. Yeah, it seems like... It's very, very bandwagon... um, and are, are these guys, are they dropping albums, singles? Like, what is it? Nah, so EDM, they're big on EPs. Like five tracks at yep. a time. Three, three to five tracks at a time, and they'll release maybe three of them a year with singles. Sprink, they'll sprinkle a few singles in between, which I personally don't think that's a very good marketing idea at all. But that's the thing with EDM too, is if you're good at the production, you can get a fan base like that, like, and they will wait for these EPs. But in saying that too, they, they don't make any money. But again, the plus side to that is though, if you're especially if you live in America, you're more than likely going to get a show to play before Virtual Ride. Or like you see all these young cunts that are on Chimes labels. These guys are fucking 17, 18 year old kids that they can't even drink yet in America. And they're, they're doing shows. <laughs> and, and the places sell out. That's the thing too. That's the thing. So you sacrifice making money on the music and, and, and quantity of music, but you get shows like handed on a plate because over there, like over there, dubstep is still very, very much alive. I think like, so. I, I think with EDM too, it's a lot easier to find your fan base and to get the ball rolling than it is with say hip hop because yeah, hip hop is. is so oversaturated. Everybody raps, and there's a lot of people that rap that are just terrible. You know, but they, you know, so many, anyone can do it. It's easier than ever now to release your own music. Whereas with EDM, I feel like since there's, there's like less of a face attached to you when you're EDM, it's more like just your name. And um, I think that helps in building a fan base as opposed to hip hop. So I think it is easier in yeah. that sense. I think in EDM, it is a lot easier to grow, but. And when there's yeah. no words attached to the music, like it's a lot easier to put it through movies or to put it through ads, yeah. you know, put it through, yeah. you know. But um, um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's very bandwagon, but I still I still love it. I still do love what it. What would you um, describe your music as? Because like, what even is like you got like Welcome Little Bird and stuff like that. What is that? Is that lo-fi? It's just, you don't even nah, know, do nah. you? You just put sounds together. Uh, only, me and Moby were talking about this the other day, actually. What um, genre is it? <laughs> like, the only, that's what, that's what Moby said. He's like, my music is so unique. He's never heard anything like it. Like, God, I saw in the song we just did. You, you're doing, like, I've seen you, you've done it lately. You're playing around with the reggaeton. Mm, the drums, drums and shit. But, yeah. like, it's English rapping and then, like, a... Mm-hmm. A, a melodic chorus. It's very strange. <laughs> like it is super strange. It's unique, man. Like who? Who? Do you, like what artist can you say sounds like Friendly Fire? Yeah, like no the, one. <laughs> the, the only person that I give credit to that I take a lot of inspiration from was Flume. Yeah, uh, Flume, that's a good comparison. Flume I. invented that genre. That weird shit I do with all the fucking sounds and shit. That's Flume. Yeah, he invented Future Bass or whatever the fuck they call it these days. Apparently now they call it, me and Brad were talking about this at work, they call it Vapor Twitch now. It's literally just Flume's music. But now I see all the young kids come through and they go, oh, fucking, it's not called Future Bass, it's called Vapor Twitch because the drum on the third beat goes ping and then the sound there sounds very like washy and like they just make shit up as they go kind of thing. But now on fucking Spotify, you can call your, this genre Vapor Twitch. 
Oh, wow. There's no fucking vapor. There's no such thing as fucking vapors, which is literally <laughs> future base. It's future base and Flume invented it, and that's it. There's no sub genre to it. It's nothing. So I guess you could call it future base, my, my shit, because it's very future base. I get a lot of inspiration from future base, but it's not. But future base is very chord heavy. My stuff's not chord heavy. And then you throw vocals on and it. And I throw vocals on <laughs> top, like you know, and that's what Flume was doing, bro. Flume's got songs on the radio. Ra- he had radio hits doing the same shit I'm doing, but he just got fucking bitches to sing over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And there, was, there were radio hits in Australia. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know what I mean? Like, he, he had number one songs on the charts and shit, and Flume's been doing it. Like, that, that's why I get so much... I always tip my hat to Flume because he literally invented a whole new fucking genre. And now the young kids are calling a vapor twitch. Like, what? You know you, you know who I like? Um, uh, Flux Pavilion. I, I like what happened to yeah. Flux Pavilion because I, like, I remember back in the day, man, I used to listen to the Childish Gambino Flux Pavilion. Um, what's that song called? You, I'm away to the beat going. Yeah, yeah. What's that song yeah. called? I used to love that shit. Like, in, uh, there was a couple Flux Pavilion songs. Same thing, man. They're all old now, man. They just stop. Yeah, they're all old, bro. <laughs> like, he's probably doing shows here and there, but the, the music-wise, I don't, I don't, yeah. He's probably over. Like, you have to remember too. They, they would, like I said, same with Skrillex. They were doing all that EDM shit when no one liked it and no one gave a fuck, and now all of a sudden everyone fucking cares. They're probably going, yeah, fuck this. They've been doing it for 30 years. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'd probably be the same. Times have changed, eh? Like, bro, man. we're old as fuck, man. Like, shit's yeah. not the same anymore. <laughs> nah, shit man. just feels different. Like, oh, kids these days. Fucking oath. And it's crazy, too, how you don't, like, you when, when, when we were young, right, and then your parents go, they don't understand the shit we listen to and everything. I know how they feel now, hearing the shit that the young kids are listening to, man. Like, it's just crazy how, like, the auto-tune stuff in, in rap. I, I could never... I never used to be able to get into the auto-tune. I, I never... I wouldn't listen to any of it. But then eventually, it becomes so normalised that it starts... It, 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 like, grows on you a bit. And you start now, to like some yeah, of the shit. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. man... Like, Polo G, I think, is yeah. good. He's auto-tuned to the shit house, but that sounds good, and he's yeah. not that bad at rapping. And it's like, little Baby, too. little Baby, I... I I always judge all these guys when I first hear about them because I'm like, fuck, another one of these guys. But then if you actually listen to them, Little Baby on uh, the J. Cole song, Pride is the Devil. Yeah, yeah. Man, that that's just good, good, bro. Like, it's good. Same and, with Da Baby, he's good as well. Yeah, I like the Baby. But see, the the, the the Baby's more like traditional, I reckon. Like, he's kind of, yeah. you know, yeah, old he's school. A, he's a, yeah, he's getting into punch-ups like punch ups and shit at the fucking mall and bashing people. You know, and he shit, killed he's... some guy. Yeah, yeah. It was in self-defense Yeah, apparently. self-defense yeah. He got fucking He's a fucking fuckwit Anyway Yeah, I like the baby But yeah um, know. Yeah, well Don't forget to Jordan also did say uh, And thoughts on the Oz rap scene right now Oh, that's a good one, yeah Honestly, man Right now I'm not hearing nothing yeah. That I'm impressed by, man uh, me, me too, man I'm it, hearing nothing We made a lot of ground But Like, you know what I mean? Like 
I feel like that's the thing with Oz, man. We get to a mad point where everyone's popping and then every, they're all too busy fucking smoking bongs and getting on pingers and they just it's, stop making music. It's just too many hard cunts, man. Like, it's too many. That was the reason why people didn't like Oz rap in the first place, including myself. Like, when I was during high school, no one liked it because it's just... It, it was not good for the average person. The average listener doesn't want to hear people getting robbed at train stations and shit, you know? And the rapping's just not that clever. The rapping is very simple, which isn't bad, you know, but majority of normal Australians went into it. And then with chilling it and stuff, when that started, that wave happened, kind of opened yeah. the doors. And now a lot more people are open to Australian music. Mm-hmm. And then that was like, what, 2016? Around yeah. there was blowing up. Australian yeah. music was everywhere, yeah. chilling it, bloody no. one four. The drill was popping off. Yeah. yeah. And lately, man, it's just kind of like, what are they, like you know what I mean. I don't know. Like, my, my, uh, like yeah, you got chilling it now. Like, yeah, he makes albums. They sound good, but every second song's him fucking smoking bongs and fucking like. And no one gives a fuck, like, man. No one cares about that shit. It's cool every now and then to drop it in to remind people about the culture or what you do or where you come from. But when every album and every second song is about you smoking bongs in a penthouse and banging girls, no one cares. It's the same thing with American rap. And no one gave a fuck when Americans were only singing about coming from the ghetto and popping this guy. And No one cares about that shit. No one thinks it's cool. Like, yeah, it's fair enough if you've got a story to tell. Maybe dedicate an album where you tell the story of how you fucking banged a bird at the penthouse and you used to be in a fucking ghetto and you were selling your left TN fucking buy a better TN for your right foot. Like, fair enough. But at the end of the day, like me personally, anyway, like a lot of people feel the same. No one gives a shit, man. Like, make the music. Make sure it sounds pleasing to the ear. If you have a story to tell, tell the story and then sort of move on to the next thing. Because that's the thing with chilling it. Like, I don't know. I just... Like, I don't know. There's something about him, man, that just, it, I don't know. There's something off there for me. He, he, he's, he's good at what he does. I'm not fucking saying he's not good at it, but I just, I get what I you're don't saying. Know. He's, like, he, he's got, yeah. He's good at rapping. He's good at putting words together, but he also says a lot of shit that is very, like, it's just, I don't know. It's just very, like, hit or miss, man. Like, he's yeah. pretty hit or miss, in my opinion. I think guys like Wombat are great. Wombat? Um, nerve is great too. Wombat, Nerve, Wombat. You know. Probably, I'd say, probably one of could be one of the best lyricists in the country. But same thing. Like, it, it, let me check his YouTube. I, sw- I swear he said he was going to come out and do a Wombat Wednesday, make a song every Wednesday. And has he even been doing it? And I seen this uh, rapper tag going on. You fuckers, man! I see people getting tagged that have as many Instagram followers as me. Tag me in that shit. I'll slaughter all these cunts I'm seeing yeah. on this rapper tag. No fucking cap. Bro, I'm fucking sick of being slept on by you cunts, man. I'm seeing all these people that get noticed. They're fucking way worse than me. I'm not even being arrogant or nothing. Like, it's just objectively... This is a good topic too, actually. You know, you know when th- there's a difference, a very big difference between good music and being a good rapper. You can make good music without being a good rapper. Yeah. And vice versa. 100%. You can be a good rapper without making good music. I think being a good rapper is an objective thing. So when people say people like... I don't know, like Logic is trash and shit. You might not like the music, but objectively, but he's, not trash, yeah. he's good at rapping, like putting mean, words... the motherfucker's already retired before the age of 40. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that, that's, a, gets, that's a fucking good rapper He's way overhated. But like stuff like that... See, see, here we go. Wombat, right? I specifically remember this. Wombat before a fucking... At the start of the year or something. Oh, every Wednesday I'm going to do Wombat Wednesday and there's not a single song posted. 
You know what I mean? Like um, these, these, these these kids need to fucking stop getting on the drugs and, and focus on the craft. That's another problem with Australia, especially out here in Sydney. Half of us are fucked. That's no joke. Like we are fucked out here. And not because it's like America where we've got no choice but to live on the streets. It's because over here we, Too love, much choice. we love to party. <laughs> People love to party here, man. And a lot of the time, so much time is wasted partying. And fuck me. Like, I've done it a lot, bro. I fucking partied a lot, man. So, I know what I'm fucking talking about. But you know what I mean? As I got older, I started getting getting over it and sort of growing up a little bit and realizing, okay, fuck, I can make music, which is I'm fucking good at it. So, sometimes, yeah, you sacrifice going out to the pub with your mates for no reason and you know, partying when I just stay home and make beats and or whatever, finish a song. Whereas these cunts, right, when you're deep, deep out in Sydney, like, you, man, fuck me. You, you used to, like, I don't know about now anymore, but you used to be able to get drugs quicker than you could get Uber Eats, bro. That's no joke. People were dropping off drugs left, right, and center to wherever they needed to go to make money in Sydney. That's how fucking crazy it was at one point. It was literally like an Uber Eats, but for drugs, for weed, for whatever. You could literally get that shit dropped off to your door quicker than you could go get McDonald's for a feed. And these cunts take it to the next level, bro. To the next level. So all these rappers, all these hard cunts, yeah, they're fucking good. But the problem is, what are they choosing over making the music? That's my opinion. And that's why a lot of people don't fuck with Australian music. It speaks through the music. You look at the video clips. These cunts are off their guts. They do interviews and you look at them. They're off their fucking tree. Like people, unfortunately, not everyone, not everyone likes that. That's Um, my opinion. um, I I think the scene's fucking awesome, but we're never going to get to a global scale because we're our own worst enemies. That's my opinion. I I, I think as well, the scene as a whole, it's too... It's too like gatekeepy and and too like divided in in that, like for some reason the Oz scene is full of full of like a lot of the biggest Oz rap scene supporters are like derelicts, man. Are like bloody, you know, they're they're the type of people that fight at the train station and shit. And for some reason, that's who supports the Oz scene the most. And they don't like people who make music like us because it's not about fighting people and shit. And it's very. Like, the scene's never going to progress further than it is with that yeah, attitude, nah. man. Nah. So but, you know... Like, um... Yeah, it's that, like, like look at look at 1-4, for example, right? Or the poly groups, or the poly drill groups, right? They blew up. Why? Because they, they had such a community that was supporting, liking the stuff, sharing the stuff. I mean, I remember when 1-4 blew up, every Islander and poly person was sharing the music because it was like a love. But then, but but still, we can't progress out of Australian shores for some reason. We just can't do it because we get too excited. They go, they they do the concerts and they start fighting and bashing people and fucking half of the one four gets locked up and shit. Like you know what I mean? That's the thing, in my opinion, too. People are taking the music like people take music like it's bloody fucking, you know. Their, their livelihood Like they cling on to music Like bro It's just music Make good music For the love of making music And making people Hear something they like Like people You know when people write We are talking about this The other day With my mates Like when someone 
they don't want to show you a song. Like you say, oh, this song's dope, oh, bro. Yeah, What's yeah, this yeah. song? Where'd no. you get it from? Oh no, no, no. Like what, bro? Yeah. The, the artist <laughs> of that song probably wants you to share it to these people, and you're fucking gatekeeping them from getting a fan because oh, you yeah. fucking have some pride about someone else's music. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, look. I don't know, bro. Like people take music way too seriously. It's just fucking sounds, man. Make enjoy what you enjoy. Do the right thing, you know. Like. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a fucking that's a because it, which which is very sad because remember when we got asked this question in like episode three or four of Firecast, we were both saying that it, Oz, the Oz scene's popping off. Yeah, and that's when chilling it was do- and they were all popping off. But now, like, where where they where have they all gone? It's stale. It, it's where's everyone stale, gone? Bro. It's getting stale. Um, like uh, like yeah, and that's why I fucking say, and I'm not, sh- and I don't shy away from saying that I think me and DZ are the fucking best in the country because I'm not hearing nothing. I'm not hearing nothing that's impressing me, bro. And I, and I can admit when someone's fucking better than me at something. Oh, don't you worry about that. I can fucking admit when someone's a better producer, a better rapper, a better lyricist, a better mastering engineer, all that. But in this country, unfortunately, when I go to America, different story. I have a lot to learn. But here, man, fuck. Yeah, I'm not hearing uh, nothing, man. Australia's like, young in every aspect, man. I don't know if... I, I wouldn't say I'm the best rapper in the country at all. But I've... Can I hold my own with guys that are the best that are chilling in oh. combat? Absolutely, my rap skill is exactly the same as those dudes. No fucking cap, mm. you know. But it's just a matter of fact of like, what are you doing with it? You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. Uh, the problem here in Australia is once we get that little bit, that little taste of fame, that little taste of the good life, they can't hold on to it. And getting that too, like people are reluctant to support you until it. It's too late. People don't want to support you if you don't have bloody thousands of numbers yep. already. It's very strange, man. Mm. Very strange. People are reluctant to, even if they like the song, they're reluctant to, you know, fully embrace it and to fully support it because, yep. you know, you're just a local. But until they see, oh, wow, you actually got bloody 10,000 listeners, you got this, yeah, yeah, then yeah. they start going, yeah. So It's very know. weird, eh? It's very fucking it's such strange, a strange, man. Like, God damn, man. You gotta, that's why we say, man, you got to support your friends. Any business, anything your friends are trying to do, fucking support them, man. Get that stick out your ass and just fucking support your friends, bro. Support people whether you fucking like their makeup page, like their bloody, you know, cookie business. Just fucking support your friends. Stop being such an arrogant bastard. Cookie. Three underrated Oz artists that you aren't affiliated with but listen to. Okay. I don't have much, eh, from Oz, to be honest. So, this is on Yeah, you. in terms of underrated, man. Um, oh, complete. I was about to say complete. complete. Yeah. I was about to say complete. Yeah, I think complete. complete. Uh, Mitchus Domenis and... Oh, um, Mercules, is he Australian? No, Mercules is oh. Canadian. Um, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I don't know about underrated, man. Everyone's pretty rated accordingly, I think, to be honest, that yeah. we're not affiliated with, obviously, our crew, Moby and stuff, but, you know... Izzy Locks, all that, but we're affiliated, you know, so, like... But, um, yeah, under, in terms of underrated, I'd probably say complete underrated. He, he does a good job. Yeah, he's good. Um, when it comes to hip-hop and rap culture, what did you grow up on? We kind of touched on that. Me, Hobson, yeah. Hobson, Tech 9 man. Yeah, um, I, I was Odd Future and stuff. Odd, odd Future, Hobson, yeah. Yeah, Funk Volume. And, um, uh, Eminem. Oh, Eminem, of course. But uh, three biggest inspirations for me, I'd say... Um, Actually, Chris Webby, man, in terms of dropping the the, the weekly songs and uh, cover arts and everything, I take a lot from Chris Webby, man, what he's been doing. I think he's great, too, what he does. Um, yeah, I'd say Chris Webby. 
Um, I've got I've got a music question here from Michael. Shout out the VIP of the server. I gave him that VIP role. Um, he says, "Is there is there any genre of music less skillful or less valuable than another?" Hmm. Um, 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 um. Any any genre of music less skillful or less valuable? No, I don't think none of them are less valuable. Um, music's just music, man. Yeah, less skillful. Look, I wouldn't say anything's less skillful, but I will always credit this to EDM. That is fucking hard. That is way harder than hip hop. Um, and coming from someone with experience, you know, doing both of them now for a few years, uh, yeah, it, it takes me triple the amount of time to do an EDM song than it does to make a rap song with including with your vocals too EDM is just another level man it's another level of layers it's another level of technique it's another level it's so do you know how hard it is to get the mix to sound nice when you've got fucking a thousand layers in a project it's fucking difficult I'm still learning how to do that shit that's why I kind of steered away from the EDM thing a little bit too because yeah, it's just it's just it's very time consuming, and with me pumping out songs once a fortnight, trying to mix for DZ, mixing for other people, streaming, I just don't have the time anymore to just be sitting there every day trying to learn EDM perfectly. Don't get me wrong, I can do it. Like our um Ultimate TVIP was fucking crispy as a fucking cunt. That came yeah. out so nice. That's a good song. That came out really nice. Really, you know what I mean. But same thing, you just sacrifice a cut. Like so, for Ultimate Team, I didn't have a thousand layers. I only had like four or five layers, and then just kept it at that. And just move on. Like, I don't have the time to be like Virtual Ride and Sharks and fucking, you know, where they have, you know, our Sharks. Michael would know. You know, our Sharks on YouTube has his little um, FL Studio playthroughs or whatever, and he's got literally a thousand layers. Like, why? Yeah, it sounds good, but fuck me. Hip hop's very easy. You, yeah. can, you can make a hip hop song with two and tracks. One layer, yeah. Man, you have the beat in one track and, and the, the vocals, vocals in, in the second, end. and you can make a song. He also says, an opinion experiences with music snobbery, people disvaluing a genre because it isn't sophisticated or enough or it's too simple. I mean, that's basically what I kind of touched on with the EDM thing that DZ asked. Like, um, yeah, I mean, I've had experiences with like, not snobbery, but that was with the DJing stuff where people were just openly saying stuff on social media and then when we, when we would say shit to them, they'd fucking shit their pants. Um, probably because there was fucking six of us DJing <laughs> a lot of the time. These people are DJing on their own, um, but not really. I mean, I, I, it's like I said. I, I think the, my biggest issue is definitely with the EDM scene. They can come across as snobby and very opinionated. But like I said, but in saying that too, it's because they love the shit that much. Like these cunts. Bro, you see, like, I follow some people on Instagram and you see them sitting on their beds, like, still dressed up as, like, rave cats and shit, listening to dubstep, like, just to wind down while they're smoking pot. Like, I can't even do that. Like, I used to when I was younger, but now when I'm trying to just chill out after work or something, I just listen to, you know, a bit of fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers or something. Not not fucking... Like, like that doesn't relax me. That makes me want to fucking party, bro. If you... If you if you have a superiority complex because of your music taste, you are a loser <laughs> and you need to go outside because, man, these people who don't even make music, who hold themselves to such a high esteem because of their music taste, no one gives a fuck what's in your playlist, bro. Get off your ass and do something better with yourself. You know, who cares what people listen to? Who cares what people don't like? Who cares what artists you don't like? No one gives a fuck, you know? 
It's like like people. That's what I have to say on that snobbery and shit. Like, bro, you know, get a grip. Really, like people are gonna like what they like. It's just music, man. I can't. I can't believe people get so up in arms about music. You don't come from here, so you can't rap about that. You don't do this. You can't make a. You can't make a jazz song because you're bloody not this. Like, shut up, man. If you don't like it, don't listen. That applies to anything. If you get offended at what you've seen on TV, turn off the fucking TV. If you're getting cyberbullied, log out of Facebook. Close the fucking computer, man. Like, you know what I mean? People will take everything way too serious. Just relax a little. Anyway, uh, um, let's see. I've got a few questions here. Uh, okay, this is probably the last music question. Um, Joey says... Who is currently your favorite rapper? Not of all time, just at the moment. At the moment, um, probably King Crooked, man. Ritz, uh, I'm listening to a lot of Ritz and King Crooked. Um, yeah, fuck, at the, mo- at the moment. Um. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hmm. Oh. It's just it's hard because it's like because I, I don't. I don't know. Because for me, I don't listen to I don't listen to just one person like religiously. My music playlist like is so many different bands and rappers and stuff so it, it's hard to and to uh fatty wap actually bro have you heard his new album no nah. i've been listening to that shit. it's fucking good bro yeah? fatty wap uh, man he's he's good he's good so i've been listening to a lot of that um yeah i mean i i'm yeah you know i just my playlist stays more or less the same for a while <laughs> until i find yeah. you know tech nine to be listening to more tech nine um Joey also says, what does success mean to you? And depending, um, hang on, let me get it up fully. What does success mean to you? And depending on what your answer is, are you there yet? You can go first for that. What does success mean to you? Are you there yet? Success to me is when I've got fucking 10 mil in my bank. Now that's a very materialistic answer and probably a bit of a morbid answer. But that to me is... The goal, 
right? Once again, I want the money not for me. Yes, I'll buy the fucking house on the beach. Yes, I'll buy the fucking nice car. But once I have that, I'll set my family up. I'll set my friends up. I'll start animal fucking things to fucking help the animals and help the dogs and the cats that get abandoned and and donate half my other shit to fucking countries that need it and to, to people that need it and shit like that. I want to do that shit. That's that that to me is success. Being able to use the power of all evil money to actually help people, help animals and shit like that. But you also said, am I successful right now? Fucking know if I am. Got a roof over my head. My friends and family are in good health. We're making good music. We're having fun doing it. So yes, I already think I'm successful. Whether the money comes or not, I've already hit success on the, fucking on the head. I've already got that shit on lock. But now for me, the next part is, is fucking, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I want to fucking sell an album and make fucking two mil off it. I want to fucking do a Twitch stream and make fucking two grand in donations for the day. Because I want to use the money to fucking help others, man. Yes, I will look after myself. Yes, I'm not saying I'm not going to fucking buy the fucking Lamborghini. I'm not saying I'm not going to buy the fucking 12 bedroom house. Of course, I'm going to do that shit. But I want to then also fucking, man, I was talking to my mate Cody the other day. One of my dreams I've had for a fucking long time, for, for ever since I've been with my girlfriend, is when I'm rich, man, I want to buy a fucking ranch, a farm. And anyone who doesn't want a pet, who can't take care of their pet or any stray pets or whatever, bro, we'll take them to the ranch and let them live free. <laughs> I'll pay some caretaker, you know, two grand a week, feed them, look after, mow the lawns, make sure they got water, food, you know, basically make like a little adoption house thing. That would be fucking great. I'd love to do that shit. But I can't do it. But you need money. I'm the unfortunate like reality is, man, fucking money talks. Whether you want to admit it or not. I don't give a fuck about any of that that you just said. <laughs> um, I, do, man. I, I really don't care. Uh, especially more lately these days, man. I keep doing the work and my life keeps changing. I could wake up tomorrow with nothing and be sitting outside looking at the trees and I'll be successful still. I really don't care anymore. Like, you know, we do this and we're pursuing something and we're doing the music and obviously to be able to do it for a career, people have to listen. That's just a sad reality. But I don't care, man. Like, I mean, I'm doing it because it's fun. I'd love to do it for a job. But am I going to determine my success off of that? No. I feel successful every day, man, because who, who's to say what my life is who's to say that life is determined by this money is made up bullshit that humans made up in this dream state that we're in i don't care about any of that shit i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing because it's what i'm doing and i like to do it hopefully you guys like it too you might get some enjoyment out of what we're doing but am i successful yes man i think as long as you're still breathing Every day is an achievement, man. Yeah. So, but uh, every day you wake up not dead. I, I, like success, I, I, I don't even like. Obviously, if I had money, I'd do the same things you'd do. But like, when I think about it, it's like I don't even, I don't even fucking care, bro. Like, I got, I'm always gonna be taken care of. I don't have a job, you know. Right now, I still got a roof over my head. I'm still able to buy whatever I need. I'm still fed. I'm still everything. I don't really care that much, man. As long as I'm, I, you're always gonna be taken care of, always. You know, and you got to trust the universe. We're very privileged and we're very lucky to live where we live. So, yeah, I think I'm successful, man. I, what I like more, 
you know, if it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I can't even say, like, what I like more, obviously, like, I'd like to, you know, help others and do those things. But, like, I'm still going to be the same. I'm going to be the same if I'm in a big mansion or if I'm in a hut. I'm still the same person. You know, my anatomy hasn't changed or nothing. Like, what's more things going to do for me? You're always in the pursuit of more. Everyone wants more. Maybe I'll be happy if I get this. But, like, reality is, man, you're still the same person. You know, you're still the same person whether you're in a bus or you're in a Lamborghini. Shit ain't no, going to change. I don't know, man. Some people can't handle it and some people do well, change, obviously, man. Obviously, but that's, uh, you know, that's what yeah, some being unconscious change. is. That's what I'm talking about. Like, But for me personally, I know that I can't get happiness from external things. So there's no need for me to bloody chase this stuff when I know it's not going to make me happy, really. All I'm saying is... How much more cool is it going to be when we can film Firecast in my bloody room, in my bloody 12-room mansion that I've dedicated just to podcast, table, can smoke cigars in the room, okay, got ventilation well, in there. That'd be it's going nice. to be lit, man. I'm telling you, that'd it's going to nice, happen. But the people listening is going to sound the same. <laughs> yeah, know? that is true. Like, it's the same shit, man. I'm still going to be the same whether I'm smoking a cigar or whether I'm not, you know. I'm still happy doing it. I'm just <laughs> grateful we could get to do it, you know, like... Two years ago, I would have never imagined being able to do this. So the fact that we're doing it, mm, that's true. that's success to me. That makes me happy. Anyway, like, you know, you know, shit comes and goes. It is what it is. What else we got? Um, mum says, how much do you love your mama? Obviously a lot, mum. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. That's family. Um, ZX, shout out you, bro. Always uh, showing up. What's the best way to deal with stress of life? That's a good question. Like smoke weed if you got to. Well, it do depends. whatever. That can you know drive. That can make it worse for some yeah, people. True, but um, the deal with stress of life, man, is understand that life is just whatever you make it. You know what I mean, man. You just like I said, you're not gonna get happiness from anything outside of yourself. Whatever you got right now, you can make it work. And I forgot that I did some polls too. Um. Do you listen to our music? Is one of the questions I said. Um, 12 votes for yes, 3 votes for no, but one of those no's is Holloway uh, <laughs> taking the piss. Um, so I just wanted to ask that. I assume most of you would listen to our music, obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, but some people don't, obviously. Like, you know, they might like the podcast or whatever. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, you, know. um, you don't have to listen to our music, of course. If you don't like it, don't listen. I'm, um, I'm actually surprised people. more people said yes. I thought there would have been a lot of people that were just sort of sharing the shit and not listening. So I guess that's a, a goal. That's an achievement in one. And, you know, way, on, so. on that, it's easy to get angry. And, like, I, I would see people – I used to see people sharing other people's music, like other people who are, like, related to us. Like, they'd share their music. they drop down, they share their song, their album. And no, I feel like not that many people share my stuff. And I come to realise that – when you're dropping a song, fuck the lot of you. When you're dropping a song every two weeks, oh yeah, it's fucking like you well, know, it gets uh, much for some people. At like, first, if it's your first song, all your friends are gonna share it. Yeah, Everyone's gonna share it. Yeah, support my friend, but then you know they see you're actually doing it, and I'm dropping music every two weeks. It's like, all right, you know, they're not gonna share or listen to every song. So you know, if you want to listen, listen. We're grateful, but um, the next poll was uh. Uh, what's that the next one? Hang on. 
Are you satisfied with your life? 47% said yes, 53% said no. So there's eight votes for yes, nine votes for no. So most of you aren't satisfied with your life, according to this. Um, and if if you're one of those people, man, again, you've got to realise the pursuit of, of happiness is a never-ending journey if you're looking for happiness outside yourself. If you think this job, this car, all this stuff's going to make me happy, you're never going to be satisfied. Be satisfied where you are, man. You got a roof over your head. You got food on your table. You know, you got friends. You got family. That's good, man. That's a good life. That's better than most people in the world, sadly. What, what would you say, right? Let's say, what would you say to someone who was like born like homeless? Someone who's literally born on the street, no food, literally not a roof on their heads. What would you then say to someone like that who told you that, yeah, they're not happy or they're not satisfied with their life? Obviously, life is... That's a complete different circumstance. Life is unfair. Life is just the nature of the society that we've built is unfair. And some people are born homeless. And, you know, the thing is, a lot of homeless people and people in great struggle are actually conscious. It's often... uh, That's often the, the, the kicker for a lot of people. When everything goes to shit, they lose their house, their house burns down, they go, fuck it. I've got nothing else to live for. They sit outside under the trees and they have a great awakening and they're like, wow, you know, I had it all wrong. So if you're born in that situation, obviously do your best to get yourself out of there, but don't go into a downward spiral. You just got to find the little things. It's always about the little things. No matter what circumstance your life is in, you can find joy in the little things. No matter what you have or don't have, I, I always get astounded by the colors. You ever look at shit and like, wow, like this shit, the tr- everything's so green the sky's so blue it's like what the <laughs> oh, this f- shit is real fucking weird for yeah. real man like and, and that stuff is fascinating and the fact that you're here alive on earth might be reason enough to be happy for a lot of people obviously we don't want people to be homeless if we could change it we would and we do our best to but you know it's just the nature of things yeah I'll change it all when I've got 10 mil in my bank um <laughs> my next question was do you work out I like throwing in these simple ones, man, just to see. And and the funny thing is uh, most people say they do work out. So 15 votes for yes, 4 votes for no. That's 79% to 21%. You should work out. Do you work out? No, I used to. I used to to dedicate a bit of my life to it, but not anymore. Like I said, but for me, it all comes down to the time. I've, I've just, I'm doing too much shit. And yeah, you and everyone else, man. Hey, <laughs> That's no, what but not just that. Like, I would much rather dedicate my time doing to music. That's fair enough. Than working out. Uh, Don't it, get me wrong. One day when I can fucking live off this shit, when you can't fucking you know keep sharing the music and listening, and when we can turn this into a job, I, I've already said to my girlfriend, I'm a hundred percent going to work out. I'll change my eating habits. I'll eat healthier. I'll cook food every day because then I'll have time. But see, man, that's the thing with you. I keep hearing you say that. You're, you're always talking about the next thing. You're always yep. saying, when I get this, I'll do yep. that. When I get this, I'll do that. You can't... You're chasing shit, man. And the, the, if you're chasing, that means it's running away from you. No, but... you got to make it work with what you have right now. You have if to chase you want, success, If man, you want you to work to. out, if you want to... You track success. You don't chase it. If you want to work out... Then find the time and work out. You can't say, when I do this, I'll do that. Because then when you get that, you're going to say, all right, now I've got this. When I get that, I'll do this. And then, what, you say you're going to have 10 mil in the bank and all that. 
okay, you're going to work out, but you're going to have all these meetings. You're going to have to do a Zoom meeting with this guy. You're going to have to go to the bar at, th- at three to meet this guy. You're going to have to shoot a music video. You know what I mean? There's always going to be something preventing you from doing what you think you need to do. If you want to work out, bro, buy a dumbbell, and when you're sitting there and watching videos or you're playing games, bro, do some bicep curls <laughs> or something. Like, nah, if you nah, really want to... Nah. Yeah, yeah, I know I could, but I don't. I don't. Want that's to. what I'm saying. Like, like, I don't, obviously, I don't, I don't want to. I don't need to. Well, that's like, fair enough. That's a different thing. You know what I mean? Saying um, when I get this, I'll do that. Yeah, when I get 100%. this, I'll do that. Like you got to. Bro, will man, you can't. You can't just attract success. You can't. You, oh, yeah, yeah you, you can, man. You, no, we can't just sit here and manifest. It's like Holloway said. You can't sit here and go and manifest. Fuck all. Oh, oh, I'm going to be rich. It's not going to happen. It's all for, for me. Success is a nice balance of manifestation and chasing and working. It's like Will Smith said: you have to fucking chase and prove to people you can do something to be successful. You can't just, you know what I mean. We're not gonna just sit here going, oh yeah, just because. Yeah, we are. We're happy, and that's good. That's good for us. But there's a lot of people out there that you know they're not. Uh, same but, thing. But, a lot but, of people they have to chase. That success, and then when you have it, it's all about. It's not how chasing, you though. attracting doesn't mean sitting on your ass and doing nothing and just writing in a book and saying it's going to come. It's about so you if you want to be successful, you want to attract success. You have to feel successful. If you want to attract money, you have to feel like you have money. So, what I mean by that is, um, you have money in your bank, right? Right now, it doesn't matter if it's a lot or a little. You have more than you did last week. Look at that bank and go, wow, I have more money than I did last week, and really. Feel the gratitude for that, and then you feel like you have money, and then more money will come. And it's also the thing of you can't be a sting, you can't be angry and arrogant. You have to let things go. Everything's cyclical. Everything's in a circle. So if you spend money, money's going to come back. It'll come right back. It's not a fact of like huddling and, and trying to, you know, and, and preventing yourself from living your life because you need this and this and this. Just... Everything's in flow. Everything is always in flow. So if you're spending money, that money's going to come back tenfold if you've got the right mindset and you're doing the right things. You can't hold on to things because then that energy is being stored up and not released. Everything is cyclical. We have to understand. Everything is cyclical. So when I say attract, it's not just about sitting on your ass. You still have to put in the work and do the right things, but you have to feel like you have it. Show gratitude for what you do have because we all have things that, you know, we take for granted it's about not taking it for granted and then you'll see more of it comes more of it comes like goes to like yeah that, that, that's that's so true i'm not saying but sitting on your ass and just writing a book yeah, and hoping you, it comes you you need yeah you need to chase it and and and, and work for it because otherwise nothing chase is a bad word though it's not about chasing you just got to do the work and it'll come do the work feel like you mm. get it and it'll come and then my next question was, how do you describe yourself, as an optimist or a pessimist? Um, 88% said optimist, 12% said pessimist. I assume isn't, you're an optimist. Isn't pessimist someone who always sees, like, the negative? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people admit to it. Like, you know, some people, there's two votes for pessimist, really? 16 for optimist. Jesus Christ. So I, I mean, worked with a bloke who blankly admitted to me he's a pessimist. Yeah, that's but a sad way to be. Bro. This is the this is the thing about all you pessimists, right? Is the main issue with you guys is they say the same thing. They all say, "Oh, I'm a pessimist, but I'm always right," 
or like something like that. That's what he literally or, said to or, me. Or they bloke. avoid disappointment by yeah. preparing for the worst. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's, your, that's the issue there. That they think that they're right or they think that, yeah, like without being optimistic about things, that when something bad does happen, they're not going to be like so upset about it, which is a fucking what a shit, terrible yeah, a, way to live life. Man. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> fuck, if you if just openly admit it, but fuck me. Fuck that, man. I mean, you always got to look on the bright side of life, man. You always got to look on the bright side. Things could always be worse. There's always someone doing worse than you, trust me. Um, Is the future bright on that note? 72% said yes, 28% said no. That's 13 votes for yes, 5 votes for no. Um, uh, See, a lot of the time, like with what's going on in the world right now, or like with COVID or Ukraine, all that shit... It's easy to get sucked in, and that's why it's important to not watch the news, man. Because if you're surrounding yourself with negative energy, you're going to feel negative. And it's easy to think, wow, the future's not bright. We're going to fucking die, blah, 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 blah. But, like, what good is that going to do you sitting in your house, huddling away, shitting yourself because of what's out of your control? Another thing, right? So, with the whole Ukraine thing, right? Don't fucking panic (laughs) because nothing is going to happen. Okay, yes. Okay, it sucks. There's already over 100 civilians been killed in Ukraine, right? Which is a, it's a real fucking shame, right? And I'm sure, you know, England and America have already, you know, frozen all of Russia's assets and stuff. So they're already going to pay for what they've done. More than you could know. Because a country, a country is nothing without, it, without money, without wealth, without gold, without assets to trade and to buy. So Russia's going to probably go through an economic crisis after this, right? But... War is bad for business. No country wants it. Whether you're the country invading or whatever. Now, Putin's doing it for whatever fucking reason he believes in his head right. Okay? And the rumor is is that he's flushing out terrorists and stuff. So, like, you know, who are you going to fucking believe? Why would he invade a country? Yeah, Hitler... I mean, Hitler did it for no reason because Hitler was fucking crazy. But that was almost 100 years ago now. It's a complete different time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, history repeats itself, bro. I don't yeah. think... Like, I don't... I, 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 I think... Um, we could very well be on the cusp of World War Three. I think. Does that mean nukes well, are going to fly and we're going to get blown up? Probably not. In Australia, at least, probably not. Mm. Um, I have a feeling, and I've seen things, that China will probably move in Taiwan now because um, it's the right time. It's the same way World War Two started, and history repeats itself, man. And Putin, what I think you don't realise is, so the reason Putin is invading Ukraine is because he doesn't want Ukraine joining NATO because then yeah. NATO is too close to Russia as yeah. is. So if he takes 
Ukraine, which he is claiming is part of Russia anyway, has no sovereignty. If he takes that, then, you know, he's expanding Russia's borders in Europe. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking crazy that we're seeing a war in Europe in this day and age. Right now, there's now a war on the European continent in 2022, Mm. which is crazy. But, you know, and also, I think the conspiracists in me, like, I, I lean in and out of conspiracy theories, man. Sometimes I feel like, and then sometimes I don't know. And the conspiracy theorist in me is saying this is part of the fucking New World Order, Project Blue Beam shit. We're going to get real close and the aliens are going to come. Apparently the aliens don't like nukes. So, you know, World War Three starts popping off, the aliens intervene, you know. But also, there could be no aliens and then this is just all a big fuck up and everyone's going to fucking... It's hard to tell what's really going on, man. But you can't. You have no control over this situation, so you just got to do your best. We're very lucky to be in Australia. Yeah, well, very lucky. It's very, it's fucking sad too because in Ukraine now they've had it. They've had a um, a emergency thingy where now every man between the age of eighteen and sixty has to serve in the military. And if if we, and if this does escalate more and we get involved, say goodbye to the music and the podcast because we're the we're of fighting age, man. We're going to be the first blokes Australia call up. And that's another thing too, right? All you, all you fucking women out there, you've been fucking complaining about women rights and LGBTQ this and transgender this and that for the fucking past three years in the 2020s. Yet if this fucking breaks out, us men are going to be the first fucking cunts on the front lines. <laughs> you know what I mean? So shut the fuck up with all your shit now because uh. shit's getting crazy and you guys aren't going to be fucking out there fighting. We're going to be out there fucking getting trench foot and fucking stabbing cunts in the eyes and shit with bayonets. I don't think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know but what if I it think? did, right? So all of you, shut your mouths. All right? Girls, get back in the kitchen. Cook me a sandwich. Get <laughs> get your... I don't agree with that. But get, get, your, get your vibration right because I think what's more likely to happen, to be honest, is I think I've seen a protest in Russia. Russians in Russia yeah, yeah. protesting against this. Against it. And yeah. I think what's more likely to happen before... It gets real bad. I think it's getting to a point where the army... Think about it. If the army of every country refuses to do the bidding of the fucking world leaders, who's it going to be? It's going to be fucking Putin against Biden with their dicks in their hands, just them two. What are they going to do? It's up to the people. These people are fighting. And I think what's more likely to happen, hopefully, is people are going to take a stand and say, no, you know, the police lay down their arms, the fucking soldiers lay down their arms, they say, we're not participating. Mm. Then what are they going to do? Yeah. If if Putin says launch a nuke here, he's telling someone to push the button. If that person who has to push the button says I'm not doing this, yeah, what are they going to do? You know, they take a stand, or everyone in the says, look, this isn't right. Let's fucking let's go for peace. Yeah, that is it's true. It's on I mean, the people, what, and I think hope. I think that's more likely to happen if shit gets starts getting real. I think people are waking up, man. Earth is moving into a higher vibration. And I think this is a last-ditch attempt by the elites and the government to bring us back yeah. down into some dark times, man. Don't forget, they're fear-mongering Keep as always. Keep your vibration up. They're fear-mongering as always, right? So don't panic. I don't think anything's going to happen. It is a fucking shame that he's done it, because this is exactly how World War Two started, mind you. Um, same shit. Hitler went into Poland. Um, the English tried to... Um, the English tried to... Um, Neville Chamberlain tried to discuss peace... He let him take a bit of Poland and basically said, look, okay, you've taken your land, your however many fucking acres, was probably a couple farm worth, not much, but anyway, you've taken it now, leave it at that. And he kept going. 
So, and then the English declared war on Germany. I mean... History repeats itself, bro. Like, it's the same shit. <laughs> I don't know. Like, because we got nukes these times. And apparently, there's real aliens and then there's fake aliens. Apparently, the real aliens don't like nukes. So, they could, we could see some shit. I'm already seeing videos of UFOs, man. And it's on the news. It's on, like, people are talking about UFOs. And I'm torn between whether it's Project Blue Beam for a new world order. They're going to unite the world. Everyone's going to see aliens. They're going to unite to fight the aliens and make one world government. Or it's the real aliens who don't like the nukes. And because they're interested in the evolution of our species and us moving into a higher dimension, hopefully, you know, they they intervene here and do some shit. But I don't know, man. It's hard to tell what's really going on. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it it is pretty crazy. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, don't forget. Don't be scared. Don't be like. Don't forget too that China did the same thing with COVID, right? China scares the fuck out of me more than Russia. <laughs> yeah, China yeah, is yeah. scary, bro. They take Taiwan and shit. Yeah, China. Yeah, China's fucked. But anyway, um, they did the same thing, right? COVID happened. Everyone panicked. The stocks and the crypto all dropped. Who now owns fucking most of the crypto? Fucking China. So what do you think Russia's going to fucking do? All the stocks are in red. All the crypto are in red. Russia's going to buy up all that shit when it's dirt cheap. China did the same fucking thing, bro. So I'm telling you, this could be a fucking ploy to just try to make sure that Russia's still the top of the food chain. Because now China's the number one superpower. It's not the fucking USA. They're gone. It's now literally China. They own everything, all the businesses, all the metal, all the minerals, all the crypto, all the stocks. They've got their own fucking China coin now or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? And Russia could just be doing the same fucking shit. They're just doing it a bit more fucking aggressively. I think like, this stuff wouldn't have happened if Trump was the president. <laughs> well, uh, th- th- uh, th- it's funny cap. It's funny you mentioned that too, because now I'm seeing memes that people are saying, like, the, the bat symbol, and it's Trump's face in the bat <laughs> symbol. Like, everyone wants Trump to come back. But yet everyone complained when Trump was in office. Because mm. don't forget, Trump and Putin were fucking mates. They were close. Like, not close, but they were, like, on. they were on the same page. So... Whatever Putin's doing, bro, it's probably like they. Do, I don't they, know, man. They, like they see a weak government, which Biden's administration is a weak government, and they take advantage. It mm. happens every time. Like, yep. If you know, but anyway. Um, on that note, uh, do you consider yourself to lean more towards left wing or right wing? So 60% said left wing, 40% said right wing. So essentially, left wing would be democratic views. So. Um, like, so Biden is a Democrat. It'd be, uh, like, pro-abortion, uh, everybody, gender equality, no one gets their feelings hurt, all-inclusive, um, you know, like, legal weed, shit like that. Like, very progressive views, you know, gay marriage. That's all left-wing stuff. And then right-wing would be more traditional, like, um, it's very religion-heavy, like, a lot of the time, like, but the views are more kind of traditional, keeping things the same, like, you know, who cares if you get your feelings hurt? People, it shouldn't be, like, no censorship, shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, Trump is right-wing. Trump would be a fucking... Trump's a Republican, which is right-wing. Mm. And, um, yeah, so 60-40. I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in the middle, but like, more right-wing. I definitely lean towards more right-wing with a lot of things, like, especially with COVID and stuff. So right-wing would be... um vaccine choice and that having you know you can get the vaccine if you want or don't yeah yeah like you can left wing's like, like left wing's like if you don't get the vaccine we should kill them we should hang them they're in danger and old people you fucking 
That's left wing, left yeah. wing type shit. But so left wings are basically the fairies, and then you got the right wings are a bit more like basically. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I don't not surprising. It's sixty forty left wing. Like people are more like I'm. I'm left wing on a lot of things. Like I think, yeah, pro, like legal weed shit like that. Um, gay marriage, obviously, shit like that. But like, this is, uh, I don't know, man. It's a, they're both on the same bird, bro. Yeah. Left wing, right wing, fucking two sides of the same. I point. don't know, man. I, I, yeah, on some things I agree left wing. Some things I agree right. wing. Yeah, it's good like, to be in the middle, man. Yeah, don't middle. label yourself. I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. Um, does the media slash government lie to us? Ninety four percent said yes. Six percent said no. Seventeen <laughs> for yes. One vote for no. Jesus. Um. Yeah, I mean. See, regardless whether you're left wing, right wing, everyone mostly agrees the government yeah. lies to us. It's a fact they lied to us. You know, it's been proven many times. It's all bullshit. Don't believe what you see on the TV. That's all I got. Questions and shit. That's all I got. Yeah, I don't know, man. Shit, shit. Can you, can you actually imagine if the Western powers declared war on Russia? I don't want to fight the Russians, man. Russians scare the shit out of me. They are they are so military heavy. They've got so much crazy. They got they got fucking robot dogs that fight for them and shit. Russians Russians were the cunts that were testing the first like robots that were fucking like fight fighting robots and shit. Can you imagine that you're in a little trench with your little hat on and you got this fucking mechanical thing coming at you, bro. <laughs> fucking hell. I reckon we. I reckon. Um I don't want to be more, but I'm an optimist. Obviously, I hope for the best, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, nuke be used. If that's how World War Two ended. I wouldn't be surprised if the same thing happens. Either worst case scenario, nuke each other, the world ends, we all die, or one place gets nuked and they go, all right, enough is enough. We're not fucking with this. Let's end it like <laughs> World War Two. The problem with fucking but Putin history is, repeats yeah. itself. Putin already threatened that. Putin said if the West in- intervenes yeah. in this. I don't want to, like, we don't want war or nothing, but, like, Russia is one of the best nuclear powers and there will be no winners. Putin <laughs> said that. This guy's crazy. Yeah, he is a fucking madman. He is a fucking... So, um, Jesus Christ, hope man. Hope for the best, man. I just Fuck hope for the me. best, man. This cunt's going full Hitler on it, bro. Yeah. This cunt's got... It's crazy. And you're telling me there's not one single guy in his inner circle going, all right, man, like, we should really just maybe relax and, like... I, I really think we're going to see some alien shit because I don't see this resolve... Like, what's what's going to happen? He takes Ukraine, China takes Taiwan, and that's it. We stop. We say, okay, Taiwan's yours, Ukraine's yours now. Why is China going to Taiwan? Everyone goes back to normal. The same thing. Taiwan, they believe, is a part of China, and Taiwan wants independence and all that shit. It's the same thing. What the fuck? They already, I've already seen videos of China, like Chinese jets and shit. And what? And, and but, now, and after all this, after years of fucking North Korea and the US fucking around, now fucking King Jong-ling is nowhere to be seen. Where's that cunt? What the fuck? He's sitting back now laughing his head off going, fuck all these idiots. <laughs> what? Like, what? The world's Every, fucked. Everyone quickly forgot about that cunt. It's crazy, like, what we're talking about. It's like such a global scale. But when it boils down to it, it's like a handful of people are fighting with each other. Like, why is it the civilians and shit that get that? Why do we have to deal with this shit, bro? Like, well, bro, that's the thing, man. it's the world leaders fucking swinging their dicks around. War, like, bro, war is literally just rich old white men arguing, and then they send the young men to do the fighting. It's deeper than this. All seems deeper than that, bro. There's probably There's definitely some shit going on that none of us know about. A hundred percent, Putin's like, there's something up. Putin's probably not even the world leaders we think are the world leaders. Then aren't the yeah. world leaders? 
I'm telling you, man, they've done this as a fear-mongering tactic for some... They're covering up something again. Something is happening again, and I just we just don't know what it is just yet. But things will start to surface. There will be info that comes out. I just don't want to go to war. I'm way too pretty. I've been talking about die. this for a long time, man. I'm telling you, the world is going to get crazy and people fucking roll their eyes, bro. Nothing's going to stay the same. You're not going to be in your fairyland forever, bro. We're going to see aliens. We're going to see nukes. We're going to see crazy shit. History repeats itself, man. There's never been a period in human history where everything's good all the time. Shit just happens, all right? It's been like 100 years since World War Two. We're due for a fucking... We're due for another one. Yeah. You know, it's sad, but like it's just the way the world is. Well, that's the thing, though. Like, people... Life is a game, man. Don't take it too seriously. If you don't fear death, what do you got to fear? What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to die. You're going to die anyway. Stop clinging to this life you value so much. Who gives a fuck? This is a game we're playing. It's a fucking game of virtual reality. What I don't get is, though, is, right, a lot of people don't actually realise how organised war actually is. People think that it's just, like, like, especially in this day and age, though, I don't know what would happen. Because back then, we didn't really have nukes. Well, there was nukes, right? But in World War Two and and World War One. The countries declare war on each other, right? And then you, and it's not just each country then just start bombing each other, jets flying and wherever. They then send each army to a front line, to an area that in the middle. And then that's it. It's just a stalemate for years where just men are just sent there and they just fight. Either way, World War One. it was all about... World War One was big, the biggest waste of resources and human life in history because World War One we were literally stuck on Gallipoli and we did not move. It was literally we the Western powers took a trench and then the, the Europeans took a trench and then we'd fall back and then we'd take that trench they'd fall back and we were literally just at a stalemate right that's literally you can look at, you can look this shit up it's all in that's what happened there was nothing was achieved World War Two same thing Hitler tried to expand so we met them at a front line and we were just there for years and it wasn't until the Western Allies went fuck it we need to invade Normandy where it, there was a, a turning point in that war. If there was a war now, is that going to be the same? Or are we literally just going to nuke each other? Until- it's the same. But war, war is... People get so caught up thinking that it's a lot of... Like, your country's doomed. Like, it's country versus country. Every civilian's involved. War is very calculated. Even now, yeah. this is... They're targeting military bases. They're not bombing fucking your house down in the suburb. They're, they're targeting military targets. You know... And sometimes civilians get caught up, obviously, and that's where the problem is. But more or less, it's the same until things escalate and escalate. The reason, like in World War Two, they dropped the nukes on them to end the war because Japan wouldn't surrender. Yeah. So things like that can happen, but it's they're trying to keep it. it it's army versus army. It's very army versus army. You know, it's these soldiers against these soldiers. It's not your fucking your, your grandpa versus you know your old mate down the road. It's armies. You know, yeah. and they're trying to achieve a goal. They're taking land. They're doing shit. And I hope we don't see nukes, man. That'd be terrible. That's gonna fuck everything. Yeah. Um, that'd be very, very bad. Yeah, I don't want to fucking grow a dick on um, my forehead or something, or like a third eye or something. Imagine that. That's weird too. They you took got- they they took Chernobyl. They're taking Chernobyl, which is fucking where the nuclear disaster happened. And <laughs> Russia took it already. Yeah, like it's secluded area. You can't go in there because it's fucking radiation shit. But they've already. They, apparently, they were holding fucking the staff hostage or some shit. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Fuck me, man. Uh, well, this could well and truly be the last episode of Firecast. We're never <laughs> going to get to smoke that cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. 
Christ uh, almighty Just don't be scared man like, Yeah I will be Very right, privileged guys. Especially in we'll Australia right, man yeah. We're in a great position The world doesn't want to fuck with Australia We're too far away Yeah um, We're too hard to get nukes to Nukes can't even reach us man Russian nukes They can't fire this far So You know Just be grateful Just live your life um, Hopefully Shit I mean I can't pick uh, Like I mean, hopefully things don't get too bad, but I can't picture shit calming down anytime soon, bro. Nah, I, now, I think the crazy thing is, is that it is in Europe, and this is yeah. like unseen for hundreds of years. Like a war in Europe, you know, hasn't happened in a hundred years. It's, it's like World War II. It's so it's pretty crazy that and it's like we've had wars all the time, like Iraq, yeah, two thousand three. Yeah. You know, there's wars in the Middle East still going on. Yeah, but. But you know, Europe, the fact yeah. that this is Russia, like such a big country, apparently he wants to revive the USSR. And you know what's crazy, actually, I just remembered. The USSR, what was that? The Soviet Union. So before Russia was Russia, it was the Soviet Union. Ah, okay. Is that what he wants to do? Apparently. Holy and fuck. you know, in The Simpsons, they have an episode of The Simpsons where it shows on the news the the revival of the USSR. And it shows, and then like, Lisa what? takes over from Trump. What the fuck? Lisa takes over from Trump as president in the future and like... yeah. America's all run down to the shit house, and America has to borrow all this money from China. As like the least, well, it, it's crazy that the, everything the Simpsons says comes true. No one cares. Doesn't that just prove that we live in like some type of simulation or some type of like you know we're at the mercy of some people that know more than us? No uh, one cares. The Simpsons are predicting everything, and it's just a joke. It's a meme. But like, shouldn't the people we should fucking rally together or something? Like, bro. Obviously, they know shit. This is not okay. They're fucking... They're fucking with us. We're living point, a game, yeah. bro. They're, They're showing us. Yeah. Calm the fuck on, bro. Fuck the Simpsons. That shit... Not even funny. That shit garbage. <laughs> so what do you reckon? We, we, all, we all start a Facebook group and rally together and we, we storm the humans Simpsons. Humans have fucking. so much power, bro. Humans have so much power yep. as a unit, like ants. But oh, man, fuck yeah. But yeah, that's pretty weird that in the Simpsons of USSR, I think we could see that, bro. I think, I yeah. think bro, I can see America falling from its... Pedestal, I can see China taking over, which they already have been for many years. Um, <laughs> I'm just grateful to be Australian. Oh, fuck Thank yeah. fuck for that. Um, Fucking oh. If you're Fijian, Samoan, even better. No one's yeah, gonna get yeah, out man. there, bro. You live in fucking Tahiti. Or no something. one's going those ways, bro. Yeah, bro. You, you, New Zealand's probably even better than Australia too. So you know, just be grateful. Count your blessing. Keep your vibration high. If you want to change the world, change yourself. It's the best way to do it. Straight. Fuck. Yes, sir. You know, everyone, I don't think anything's going to happen. Be happy. Um, You know, keep doing what you do, man. You know, keep sharing the music, listen to the podcast. I'll try to get this uploaded for tomorrow. Uh, yeah, man, that was episode 24. God damn, hopefully, hopefully we can make it to episode 30 for the American, <laughs> the American food special and I'm not yeah. in a fucking Russian trench somewhere. Yeah. That's going to suck balls. We'll see how much it costs to even import Fuck. American food Man, after all this shit, bro. Fuck Joe Biden. Nah, you reckon this fucking... Man, if I have to go to a fucking warfare in Russia, do you reckon they'll have fucking like plug-in ports for my laptop? I can make beats and shit in the trench? No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not, a eh? Fuck! God damn it. Hey, you never know, man. Half of the listeners, we might be fighting together soon, bro. We might be in a trench together, bro, making fucking banging pots and pans and shit, making beats out of fucking canned beef and shit. Oh, let's That'd hope. be all right. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, all right. Thank you for listening as always, guys. DZ, thank you very much. Jeez. Peace out, boys. Bitch. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.